I'm not waving. You want to fight the warrant? Let her stay here. So it's nice in the jail. You don't have to pay rent. You get meals and you get medical care. Gina Marie Marks, a self-proclaimed psychic, didn't see herself getting arrested when she tried to skip town at Miami International Airport. Investigators say Marks has a long history of scamming victims out of hundreds of thousands of dollars across the country, posing as a psychic and fortune teller. She's also known as Regina Melbourne and Natalie Miller. So that's Gina. Yep. Well, Starfish, um, I have a great prediction for today's show. Mm. I predict that it's going to be awesome. So (laughs) let's get into it. I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. So this is the Gina Marks story. Um, Gina Marks is a psychic. She's a self-proclaimed psychic that basically duped people out of, well, in this case, $340,000 from about five clients, but it's said to be anywhere into the millions with her. So, jeez. So, we're going to get right into this one. So, I'm going to start with uh, Miss Marx's background. She is Romani. Uh, this started in Florida. So, this is a Florida story. You know how I love that mm-hmm. state. They're always got to love Florida it. Or tech- I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like every single time. I don't know why those states just have all the fraud. I don't know. Maybe Vegas too. I don't know. But anyway, she basically grew up in her culture, which is like Romani people. So that's a nice way of saying uh, gypsies, basically. Uh-huh. Hmm. So, you know, because I thought all them, you know, like they died out <laughs> at some point in the 1800s. I don't know. But like, I guess they're still around. Yeah. In in pretty alive and kicking. So, um, but anyway, so she's a gypsy. She's a mother of three. Hmm. Um, her family was actually involved in a lot of psychic fraud. Her mom was in trouble in the nineties. Oh Oh, yeah. I mean, I've noticed that as a pattern as well, you know, with all of our crazy fraud stories here that, you know, there's always some sort of like family ties mm. or it just kind of runs in the family or something, I guess, to be yeah. a, you see what a you, fraudster. you know, you, you see what you see, what they're doing that. It makes sense. Yeah. Oh, they, they're successful in doing it. Except right. for jail time. I don't know, but. Right. Right. Yeah. So she lived a lavish lifestyle, of course. And it is said to be that she's profited in to like the millions with all of her victims. Now, her victims, unfortunately, are really hard to find because, like, a lot of them are so embarrassed by this. Right. You know, I mean, just because, like, <clears throat> we're talking, like, you know, these aren't just your average Joes that just get duped off the street. This isn't, like, Joe the plumber or Bob the electrician, you know. These are, like, you know, people that have doctorates, um, engineers, nurses. Um, these are just, like, everybody. But, yeah. like, even... You know, people are always out there looking for answers, right? Yeah. I mean, I've called so, a psychic. I have too. I, I don't do it regularly, but right. You know, I know people who claim to be psychics. Right. It's not like, I mean, I think, I think for the most part, we all know it's for fun. It's just to right. help you feel a little bit better. It's like a coach. It's like a mentor coach. I don't know. Not a mentor, but maybe just like a, makes you feel better. I don't know. Like reading Absolutely. a horoscope. Yeah. Like. 
And some of them, it just feels like a therapy session, quite honestly, you know, I, I don't like to put the negative spin on that. Because I do think, you know, that there are people out there that, you know, some of them are fairly legitimate. And, you know, they're not out there to like, screw people over. Yeah, or yeah. anything like that. They make it clear it's about yes. Um, I have a little bit too about the l- sorts of laws that they can put into place to make it a little more safe. You know, kind of like yeah, like prostitution. Right. You know, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you know, these people are just you know they're just trying. There are some people out there that are are really legitimately trying to help people with their life. Yeah, and I commend them. But there's also a lot of fraudsters, unfortunately, that are kind of like Gina Marks that are just in it to the scam people. So we're going to get into some of that and how you can kind of spot some of those. Mm. Um, yeah. Because what I like about this story is it talks about how she kind of did some of the things that she did. Right. What she so do? I'm, I'm going to go magic to, powers. I just don't understand. It. Oh it. yes. Yeah. Total magic powers that they have <sighs> apparently. And yeah. so I'm going to go over her rap sheet first. Okay. So this started in 2007. She was finally busted by a detective named Bob Nygaard, mm. who is a former NYPD drug investigator. Um, he used to work in the Bronx um, and he retired and moved to Florida. And that's how he kind of ran into the whole Gina Marks thing. Mm. Out of boredom, he opened up his own detective agency. And then he was the first to get her convicted of a crime because it is hard to get them convicted of a crime. Because it's not a crime to get your fortune told. Right. You know. Oh, I could listen to Bob so. all day. Bob Nygod. Oh, yes. I love Bob. Yes. I, I have mad respect for him. One of NYPD's finest, I'm sure. So, well, and a great detective, too. This reminds me of the Anna Sorokin thing, how, you know, Rachel gave her her money. And it's the same thing with these psychics. If you give people your money, they don't think it's a crime. Well, you gave it to them, you know. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so these are just such hard cases to prove in court and they're hard to deal with, you know, on the prosecutor side because of all that. Um, But anyway, so he was able to do his due diligence. And when you're a private detective like that, you don't have a jurisdiction. So you, you don't have all the red tape Mm. where you, you can't go across, you know, state lines to do things. So he has a lot more power in that regard, but he also doesn't have a lot of backing either. So he has to rely on a lot of his, you know, his Rolodex that I'm sure he has of of people in the different areas. Because, you know, he has to chase these people all over the U.S. Right. Because they move all over the place. Yeah. So. Because the local (laughs) jurisdictions don't record the data. And that's been happening for centuries that people just move around and they can keep committing the crimes because they don't track it. So it's infuriating. Yeah, totally. So it's like these poor people get duped out and then they can't go to the cops because they gave these people all their cash, Mm -hmm. which is, again, why you don't use cash (laughs) for things like Mm -hmm. we've talked about that. Um, So there's no way to track anything. There's no receipts. There's no credit card. You know, if you're just giving people cash, you might as well just flush it down the toilet. Yeah. At that point. Yeah, really. You know, so there's nothing they can go on when you do stuff like that. So if people are listening, you can learn don't do that. Yeah. So, but anyway, so uh, he busted, Bob Nygaard busted her in 2007. She pleaded no contest to grand theft charges related to an agreement to cleanse souls for a total of 65000 So after that, she was put on probation for 18 months and ordered to return the money back to her clients. 
And then in 2009, she was arrested again for a similar crime. So, and like Bob Nygaard, since he did that, now they have a rap sheet on her, which is a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. you want to go after these stupid people. So then in 2010, she was again arrested in Florida for defrauding, get this, over 300000 on someone and violating probation. Then a month later, while she was still in the Broward County Jail, she was arraigned again on further fraud charges, which involved another victim who came forward due to the media exposure following her arrest. So at least some of the victims, you know, kind of came forward to kind of get this lady, you know, because she's obviously a danger to society and how horrible to do this to people. But anyway, we'll get into more of her crap in a second. So on September 1st of 2010... Uh, she pled guilty to two counts of organized fraud. And in, in addition, she admitted to it violating her probation. So at her sentencing, she had to hand over a $400,000 check to partially repay her former clients. And then she was paroled in June of 2011. And then she served nine of her 18-month sentence and was sentenced to probation for eight years. So then, you know, because these people just can't stop. I mean, that's all they know, right? They just can't like go get a job at Home Depot or something. They just have to keep doing this. So on April 2nd, 2014, in another case, she was sentenced to 10 years of probation. So it's like she just keeps moving all over, right? Like she's setting up shop here and there, you know, all over the place. I think she's been in California, Colorado. There was a case of her doing something here uh, in Colorado. So it's just crazy. And then in 2018, Marx was convicted of stealing more than 340000 from five victims over three years using a different name, Natalie Miller. So they changed their name hmm. too, you know. It's like, I don't know. It just kind of reminds me, I, I hate to kind of be like this, but it's kind of funny too, like where it's like they have the covered wagon and they like change the name on the wagon and move it somewhere <laughs> else, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, rebranding, so, rebranding yourself. Yeah, rebranding yourself, another thing. Yeah. So then she pleaded guilty there. She blames, though, like all of her convictions on racism against gypsies, <laughs> Say, saying that they're racist on my culture. She says, we do have power. We're just not allowed to talk about it. And once again, what? Right. What does she do? <laughs> what What kind of powers does she claim to have? So, so. That's where Bob Nygaard comes into play. So she kind of like, like she does this weird stuff where she speaks to her victims about generational curses, right? Like your whole generation has been cursed and you have this curse over you and I need to cleanse it from you. So she uses like these little hocus pocus, like black magic and love spells. She coaxed them into like bizarre rituals involving candles, clear dyes that turn red when applied to skin, rose petals, magnets laying on top of a massage table with necklaces hung over them to gauge energy levels. I mean, it's just like your classic weird, crazy crap, you know, basically. And she would get clients to believe that the cash was crucial to fixing their problems. Like she would take the cash from them and be like, okay, I need to have all the money you have in your purse right now. All the cash, give it to me now. I'm going to take it to my church, to the altar and cleanse it all. And then I will, and then I will return it to you. (laughs) So then she would only return like a small portion. She's like, here's a couple bucks, you know, here's a couple bucks. Go get a pack of gum or anything. Shoot. I'd be like, thank (laughs) you. Bye-bye. Wow. I can't believe people would think that she could actually cleanse their physical cash. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they would just, 
you know, she would say, oh, you need to go to the ATM. You know, I'm doing this for free for you. You only paid the $60 for my session. And like, she would have them get like, you know, 1500 bucks or whatever, or 500 bucks, whatever they can get out of their bank and be like, you need to bring me the cash and I will cleanse it for wow. you. Wow. Yes. And these people had tons of money. So you were talking earlier oh, about, well, I mean, like, they gave her doctors. I think yeah. one of them was like, a hundred and fifty thousand dollars yeah so these are like professionals who have money yes one of them was like a professional athlete too like she totally got duped and you know told about that and it was like thousands of dollars because her son was like autistic she was going through marital problems you know these are people that are having issues with their life you know this (laughs) asshole comes in with under fake pretenses and was like oh let me cleanse your money you know and it's like um, bob nygaard i mean i love him because he's such he's such a pragmatic man you know he doesn't take shit from people you know yeah. he's your typical like work new yorker like whatever you're full of crap yeah. you know lady like your your hocus pocus crap isn't gonna fly right, right. with me so right. but the funny thing is like he wasn't like seeking her out like the victims were coming to him yeah you know, to we have we have his uh, contact information. I will I will link it in the in the posts. Yeah. So, you know, if you guys are out there and you like you're getting frauded by some weird psychic that tells you that they're going to cast some spell to like end your curses, that's like the biggest dumb shit. I you know don't fall for that. But if you do or you did, I would contact Mister yeah. Bob or Detective yeah, we'll, Bob Nygaard. We'll link that for sure. He fights against a lot of these fraudsters, and he's great. I really am always interested in the victims and how you could be convinced of this. I see now that, you know, if you give them your cash, it's not like I was imagining that they were calling into some phone hotline or whatever, you know, and then, and then they take your, you know, like the Clio, <laughs> like, remember Clio in the 90s? Right, yeah. Like it was like $5 now or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I thought, well, I love Clio. that's not really fraud because you called in and it says for entertainment purposes only. I mean, I think she did end up being in trouble for right. it. But still, I didn't imagine that they were physically pulling their cash out. So reading the stories of them and hearing, you know, like one of them, she said after dating um, her boyfriend for nine years, they broke up. He suddenly broke up with her. And that was like this impetus for her to start calling and she, you know, she felt alone. And, and that, that's another thing I imagine is that people, after they uh, have a mate die or something like that, you know, they just really need that comfort of knowing, oh, can you talk to them for me? You know, can you get them to come back to me? So this lady, she like Natalie performed a ritual to kind of help bring the boyfriend back, you know, so it was like in that hour of desperation. It was uh, yeah, and crazy. I, yeah. And uh, actually... Nygaard even said, like, I have some of what he said. He's like, you know, as far as the victims go, he's like, who's rational, you know, when they learn their spouse has been cheating? Like, who's rational when they've been diagnosed with terminal cancer? And all the scammers need is just one victim a month. Or if if the victim has money one a year to scam people like this, you know, he's like doctors, lawyers, business owners, all of it. He's seen them all go into this. And, you know, I'm going to I'm going to play a little bit of audio of the victim. And then we're going to talk about Bob. All day long because he's amazing. So let's let's hear the oh, yeah, real Bob. quick and and then we'll talk about yeah. how you can reach Bob. The amazing. Yeah. Prosecutors shared these photos with the court showing Marks posing with luxury items. They told the court Marks had the victims buy the items for her when they ran out of cash. It was roughly eighty two thousand 
including credit cards and cash money. She paid Marks $82,000 over six months. She claimed that she had the power to fix everything, and she said that I have um, something black magic. Bob in there, he's the one who tracked her down at the Miami airport and finally caught her, and I'm sure he was loving it. Every second of it. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be like, I finally got her. I got oh. her. She's right there. Yep. We love you, Bob. So, Bob. Yeah, Bob. <laughs> anyway, you talk about Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I love Bob. I think he's amazing at what he does. I'm so glad that he decided to do that as a retirement project. Because, honestly, I, these people would never get caught if we didn't have people like Bob out there. I, and you don't even think yeah. about it. I never really thought, like, oh, of course, they're not really doing anything illegal. So... I was reading about what he is doing and how he's helping people. And a lot of what he does is try to, you're right, get them caught for something so that they have the rap sheet there. And then I was interested in what the laws are. I'm surprised there's none. Like, But there's a few places that are trying to make it. You have to have a background check in some places now, which is good because she would never pass that. <laughs> so um, Maryland is one of those places because of her probably. Um, and then other places they require like some of the stricter requirements for like being fingerprinted, paying an annual fee, again, having to do a background check, but also having to have a, a license. Like you have to have a license to cut hair, you know, <laughs> why shouldn't you have to have a license to take hundreds of thousands of dollars from people and claim to be helping them? I mean, if you really are claiming to help them and you have these powers, how is that different than a massage therapist or than a doctor or than a therapist? And you know, all the people who help you. Exactly. Exactly. hundred percent. Yeah. And like these poor people, I mean, some of them, it's like losing th like 153,000, like, cause she kept saying, well, I need all this money to, or your curse is going to get worse. You know, she'd call them and spoof them on the phone. It's just insane. The length that these people go to like get money from people, like it's disgusting. And it's like, how could you even sit with yourself after that? <laughs> I, th I think that's the thing. They don't have the capacity to feel guilt or shame and they actually don't right. you know if you're if you saw your parents uh basically explaining a lifestyle that meant that you stole from people and you took advantage of people because that's how you live is that you live off of people's stupidity basically then what are you doing wrong you were taught that in your mind you know and even though she's been caught several times, she's going to continue doing this. She was only sentenced for what, six years? And that was three years ago. Yeah. So she's out in a few years. She probably got out. I don't even know where she is right now, but I, COVID's making all these people get out. It's ticking me off. <laughs> Stupid COVID. So she'll be coming to a carnival. I know, right? So, so call Bob because Bob from, from New York, he's the best. Goes down to Florida. He goes over to California. He'll go anywhere. Because he's, uh, he's yes. an amazing dude who, I mean, uh, just to spend your extra time doing this, like, <laughs> thanks, Bob. You're great. <laughs> yeah, totally. He's a fedora-wearing detective, too. Yeah, it's even better. I he's love an that. actor, too. I don't love know if fedora. you noticed. On his Twitter, it says he's also an actor. So <laughs> that, that was great. <laughs> like, I really wanted to be an actor the whole time, but I just decided to go into policing psychics. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. So now he's a, he's a psychic detective. It's great. It's great. So 
Well, that was a great yeah. one, Mary. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So uh, my prediction, I think, came true. And uh, here oh, we yeah. are. Oh, yeah. Psychics. I don't know. Yep. Are you going to? We're going to do the psychic still. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. I need some of your money. I need some of your money, Starfish. Oh, you can are you going to cleanse it for me? You know, I heard this. Cra- yeah, I'm going to take. I heard this crazy one where this lady gave her money and um, like there was something with a grapefruit under her bed. And and then I don't know. I mean, like these people, I'm so crazy that they're willing to just oh, hand yeah. over stacks of cash all because of some little parlor trick, you know? With the there was like an orange and a or a grapefruit, and she put hair in it or something nasty to make it seem like her spirit had gone through the orange. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, <sighs> yeah, they, it goes it goes so much further. And honestly, I know this is going to sound kind of crazy, but like as if I was doing this to people, I would kind of want a video <laughs> of them like doing the crazy shit. I tell. Yeah, right. Let's have punk <laughs> start doing episodes of people like, oh, you've been punk for eighty grand. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. I'd like to see my reaction to it (laughs) because I would be like, what were you thinking? Right. Anyway, again, great one. Great, great episode. Yeah. Looking forward to digging into more psychics someday. Oh yeah. Thanks everyone for listening to real talk. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. We look forward to having you on our next one.